Welcome to Help Desk with Joe. This is show 104. Boy, does it ever feel strange saying that. <laughs> 104 shows. Okay. That's 104 weeks, which is uh, just mind-boggling. But we're here in our patch-turned-up studio in Spencer, West Virginia. And with me, as always, Justin Morning. and Joe. Morning, guys. So another good week of uh, technology news that you bring to the average person. Uh, and then also for businesses and so forth. And uh, so far, been a lot of good stuff that you shared with everybody, Joe, and helped out folks that need help and have questions about technology, which, you know, is part of our everyday life. So, For better well, or for worse. For better or for worse. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's, that's a good way of putting it. But uh, we're here in uh, slow news week. Yes. Yeah, everybody went on vacation, so uh, kind of a slow news week. It's weird because I think even on vacation, people are integrated into technology. I mean, I know, you know, we had soccer this weekend, and I use Google Maps, Waze, and then my Wise cams at home to check on the dogs and stuff. And Strava. Yeah, you use Strava. So, you know, a lot of technology usage is ingrained into our everyday life. Well, see, I didn't even know you was out this weekend, so see, you did good. I'm proud of you, Dave, yeah. or not. I didn't post anything until yeah. I got home Sunday. Yeah, although I did, <laughs> I, I literally saw somebody last night complaining because... They was stuck in an airport and hadn't reached their destination. I'm going, why advertise? <laughs> I won't be home for another two days. Yeah, yeah they must have missed the show where you discussed uh, protecting yourself. Yes. <laughs> so maybe this is a good time for that disclaimer once again. Uh, disclaimer. Please, for, for your own home safety and protection, please don't advertise on social media that you're going to be gone for X number of days or weeks that you're on vacation and posting pictures while you're on the road and reminding people, hey, in case you forgot, I'm not home. <laughs> please take your time and make sure you, you don't hurt yourself when you clean out my home of all my possessions. Yeah. It's not just your friends necessarily that are going to see that, that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, especially yeah. if you don't have your social media privatized, I right. guess is one way to put it, but... Like, I keep mine pretty private, and mm -hmm. I don't post a lot of stuff except, you know, my kids' sports and everything. But Right. But, you know, I know there are people out there that have, like, 4,000 friends, and they share everything, and uh, I'm just like, goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, so now it's robbery by appointment. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it, and that's kind of funny, actually. But, yeah. Boy, oh, boy. We've had uh, here in Spencer in uh, Jackson County and a little bit in Mason County had COVID rear its ugly head again. Yeah, it it, it kind of went away, but then it kind of snuck its way back in. Yeah, this, this version doesn't seem as serious, but it's definitely caused some problems. And thank goodness for technology because uh, Denise texts, 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 geez, <laughs> texts everybody, you know, in the evenings, okay, hey, this person's out or been exposed to somebody and, you know, got to redo the schedule real quick and get everybody on board and notify parents and everything. And it's been hectic for the last couple of weeks. But it's really weird because it seems like summertime wouldn't be, you know, would be like the, flu season, cold right, season, right. stuff like that. But it seems like they're kind of a cold that rolled through, a head cold, some sort of flu version, and then you know, a COVID. Plus the way back through. the way the pollens have been here lately. Oh the allergies. my gosh! Yeah, pollen's horrible. Yeah. So. Uh, has it done any, anybody any favors on top of it? So now you're, you hear that sneeze, you're going, is that a COVID sneeze or yeah. an allergy sneeze? <laughs> or what's wrong? That's with what you? brought this up because that was a topic yesterday. I sneezed a couple of times, you know, and then a couple of the high school kids sneezed, and everybody's looking at us like, wait a minute, you got COVID? Yeah. One more sneeze and you go home. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting stuff how that all works out right here in the spring season where we're on the cusp of summer. I saw a lot of people already got their first cut of hay in, which I yeah. mean, it is, it's beginning of June, I guess, so. Yeah, I, we was looking at ours. June 1st. Uh, we don't cut it, but, because we don't have a need for it, but we, our neighbors usually cut it for theirs, for their uh, hay stock, yeah. and, uh, yeah, ours is, ours is ready to be cut. Yeah, it's, uh, it's weird how that works. Some years, you know, that, I don't know if people listening to this are familiar with hay, but some years they get three cuts, some years two cuts, and some years they barely get anything. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how the weather just wreaks havoc on, you know, hay harvesting season, which is important around here because everybody's got to overwinter their cows and right. horses, and they need that hay. But um, anyway, you know, Joe, Justin, <laughs> Justin, 
This is a technology show, and you've got us talking, talking about, about COVID and hay. flu and pollen and hay. Yeah. <laughs> How's that work? What you got going on here, buddy? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just as impressed as you are. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and so... <laughs> Oh, I think justice to the point now is like, let's just see how far this train will go before it just completely derails. Yeah, I, I kind of I, something's I he, going on there. I think he's intrigued by. He doesn't even try anymore. Sometimes I try to find some information real quick, and then it's hard for me to get do back. my job of keeping it on the rails. <laughs> <laughs> you get distracted by. It. Yeah, yeah. Poor justice trying to open that uh, box of tin foils. Like, here, guys, something shiny, and we're yeah. just sitting there going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, a lot of good stuff to talk about here in our community. Being tied to the daycares and after-school programs and summer programs, there's always something going on. And then uh, we had our fun run. Justin, talk mm-hmm. us through uh, the, how the fun run went and what that was. So this one's a special one. Yep. Talk about our special yeah, the, fun run. The joke that's been going on around the office and outside the office even lately is that a crazy uh, storm will come through on race day, and yeah. it, it did, true to form. <laughs> We went out there, and 20 minutes before the race, I mean, I thought the canopy we were under was going to fly away. I mean, it was raining sideways, huge, heavy rain coming down on us. Some guy pulled up. He's like, are you guys still doing it? We're like, yeah, yeah, thumbs up, thinking there's no way we're going to have it. One of those uh, ones that Quentin was watching it on the radar came up from Ripley and then just blew through, and then skies parted and blue skies, and it worked out great. 60 people came out so that's the biggest turnout of the year so far yeah yeah the turnout hadn't been real high here in the early spring just mainly mm-hmm. weather and you know fiasco but uh yeah getting back on track with the fun run so if you're out there listening get involved uh you know come out and we say fun run but really our walker crowd makes up 85 yep. percent of the participants so mm-hmm. come out and walk uh some of the races are two miles some of them are a mile and a half and then we work our way up to three miles yeah this one so, uh, started up at Run General Hospital and then went down into Green Acres using yeah. the new trail they just put Yeah, Run General Hospital, yeah. a big partner in Jack Garrett Ford, uh, yeah. developed a new trail. And we're going to develop some new, new other new trails, mm-hmm. I guess is the way to state it, up at Run General for people to get active and get fit. So very, very excited. The options for biking or walking or doing things up at Run General Hospital is going to expand going yeah. forward. And yeah, so very exciting yeah. news. Many thanks to Run General Hospital for, you know, they have always had community health in mind, uh, mm-hmm. for, but for expanding that mission even more and, and working Center with us. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and you can check it out. They have a Facebook page, the um, Rome General Wellness Center, mm-hmm. or is it Center for Wellness? Center for Wellness, yeah. Center for Wellness. And then also, uh, this race had a second meeting. Diane Zidanek uh, put together a mission for this race and yeah. talk a little bit about that. So this was uh, the first annual Jane Hartman Scholarship Walk. So yeah. Uh, Everything raised was going to go towards a scholarship to help out Rome County High School students yep. graduating, and raised over a thousand dollars. So that was yeah. nice. Mission of, accomplished. Chipped in and donated, and then uh, on top of the race entry fees, which Patch was going to throw back in. Yep. We're, we're looking at over a thousand. So nice. So right, very excited. We're ready to. Yeah. We could do two scholarships or one. And, yeah. And so n- next year we'll take applications for that scholarship, and uh, Miss Diane will help sort through and uh one or two deserving students will get a nice scholarship and uh, and i think we're gonna put some sort of tag on there they have to be going into education or uh, something along those lines mm-hmm. the health field so yeah. very very nice the shirts look good mountain state arts and gra- uh, graphics uh mm-hmm. and andrea keaton did a fantastic job with the logo it's wonderful yeah uh, i like the colors everything looks yeah good. everything looks great too. yeah good so shirt. so good stuff there so make sure you get involved in our fun runs right joe that's right now I got I do have one recommendation. Come come to the fun run. Well, that and uh, <laughs> uh, you guys may want to invest in waterproof equipment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah, well, everything's still drying out in the hallway. Yeah. I've seen we had they had it hanging outside on the stairwell yesterday, drying out, and then yeah. the hallway had stuff drying out. So yeah. Gosh. Just, well, what we need to invest in is uh, Justin's future as a meteorologist. Because yeah. all he's yeah. got to do is say, all right, we'll schedule a race that day. Yeah. By the way, it's going to thunderstorm or something. We'll be able to track storms by where I schedule a race. For. Yeah. yeah. And we know uh, we're getting rain on that day. A&M Digital Technologies did a giveaway, the Wise Watch. Yeah. That was kind of funny because I had this random name picker on my phone. I just put everyone's name that won in the raffle on that. 
No, no. Usually I have like a kid shake up the hat or whatever, or pick a name out. Yeah. I was like, oh, Foster, come over here and click this button. You'll spin the wheel. He does. He gets his own name. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. For like 20 days, he spins it and gets it. I was like, we're not working together. It's... Yeah. He, he really wanted it. So. Well, that's awesome. Well, good for Foster. Foster's yeah. been very active on our uh, walks and runs and, and his own. Uh, mm-hmm. um, he does, does he do Strava or does he just tag it in with? Yeah, I think he has his own account. Yeah, so he's and, been uh, logging some activity, which is awesome. When we go hide Easter eggs out, he and his brother go and find them. And yeah. Win the prizes that we've. Wonderful family activity to get yeah. involved in. So, and big, again, big part of that, you beat me to the punch. AM Digital Technologies, you guys, Joe and Cena, you guys have been giving away uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Man, Wise Bands. Uh, the Watch It. We even upgraded to the, the wise, yep. wise Watches. Yeah. Wise Watch, yep. You guys are on top of it. Yeah, everybody loves that. A little raffle before the race. That's fun. You betcha. Or after, yeah. Okay. Well, on with our news stories. Joe, you're going to talk about Amazon today. Yeah, Amazon's uh, Amazon's on the chopping block today, so. Man, I use a lot of Amazon for after-school programs. Well, these are not so bad stories. One's actually a good story. The other one is just kind of a follow-up to what we talked about a couple weeks ago. So our first news story, Amazon is going to, uh, is stopping support on its Alexa connected cloud cam but Amazon's going to replace customers devices with their new blink mini models for free yes wow. <clears throat> what's a cloud cam um, it's it's like their version of the wise cam okay Wireless. So, uh, yeah, camera. yeah uh, Wi-Fi but you have to have it plugged into electric mm. kind of you just kind of set it anywhere in your house hold on what is it the Amazon Ooh. cloud cam Amazon Cloud Cam. I'm going to look this up. Okay. So, Amazon's shutting down its smart home camera, the Cloud Cam, and its companion apps, the company informed customers via recent email. Launched in 2017, the nearly five-year-old Cloud Cam was one of Amazon's first entries into the area of Alexa-connected home security devices, arriving just ahead of the retailer's uh, acquisition of connected camera and doorbell maker Blink, and then soon thereafter Ring. The email informs customers that starting December 2nd, they'll no longer be able to use CloudCam or its associated apps. Until then, users will be able to download their video recordings. But as of the shutdown date, all video history will be deleted and the service will no longer function. However, here's the good news. For impacted customers, they won't be left with a useless device as a result of the shutdown. After having more than $100 to purchase, after having paid more than $100 to purchase their CloudCam smart camera. Instead, Amazon is doing the right thing in this case by offering a replacement device for free. The company says it will provide CloudCam users with a complimentary Blink Mini and one-year subscription of Blink Subscription Plus plan. The Blink Mini is an indoor security camera with 1080p high-definition 2.4 gigahertz wireless connectivity, night vision motion detection, two-way audio, and just like CloudCam, it works with Alexa devices. Amazon said it will send out a separate email ahead of the CloudCam shutdown to inform customers how to claim their complimentary replacement device. And Blink, are they owned by Amazon? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What do you make of those two? Why are, why are they giving away free stuff? So they just want to keep you locked into the Amazon world? Exactly. Well, so... Just to clarify. Okay. I'm looking at Amazon. I'm trying to sort out what you're saying. So the Amazon... Hold on. Which camera's going out? The cloud cam. Okay. Okay, okay. So what I'm seeing on Amazon is you can't get the cloud cam anymore. But you can, it's weird. You can get a cloud cam mount. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was confused. So it says here, Amazon cloud cam. You can get a mount. But you can't actually get. Yeah, it says currently unavailable. So okay, so they have done away with it, but they do have the little square blink. Yes. Okay. All right, and it's thirty-five bucks. Okay. So that's the complete replacement for the cloud. Originally, you said it was over a hundred for the cloud cam. Yes. Okay. Now they're saying thirty-five dollars for the uh, compact indoor plug-in smart security camera, Blink Mini. Yeah, so where's the uh, Blink Mini? The Blink Mini is. And then they got the Blink Outdoor, which is about eh, seventy-five each. 
So with the the Blink Mini, it's gonna it's basically the newest generation, and I think how the and this is pure speculation on my part. They're offering you the camera plus a year subscription, and a lot of these companies, Arlo, Wise, all of them are doing this. They want to make uh, lock you into that subscription plan. They make more money that way. Mm-hmm. That's so where th- the money actually gets made. It's oh yeah, like oh printer, yeah. Printer, ink, or whatever. That's where they yep. make their money. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so basically, we'll just the devices are throwaway. But where we get our make our money is we shake you down for a few dollars every month. So how do you think this is going to compare? Like um, the Wise cams are a dollar more, mm-hmm. and Wise has its own plan. Right. My my issue, although the Blink side has been a little better. But based on Amazon's track record with security, especially on the ring side of things, I'm a little nervous. Yeah. But on the flip side of the coin, at least Amazon's saying, hey, we'll replace your device for free because I've dealt with companies over the years when they'll discontinue a product and they just just tell you, kick rock, sorry about your luck, here, buy a new one. So at least Amazon's been uh, playing nice and saying, well, you know, yeah, you spend a chunk of money for this camera. We'll go ahead and replace it for free with a newer model. Are there a number of other cameras that are Alexa compatible? Or oh yeah, yeah. Do you think? Hmm, how much was the original one? The original cloud cam. Cloud, cloud cam. Yeah. Uh, more than a hundred dollars. Okay. Man, that's a huge drop off to come back down to thirty five. But they're also including a year subscription of the. Well, I just mean it's cheap. Right. I wonder if they're going the way of uh, the wise cams and just saying, listen, we can do it cheaper and people are interested. I don't know. Surely there's a market trend there. Somebody saw and is following. Oh, Does I'd, that make sense? Yeah, I'd say that's probably it because when wise knocked it out of the park with their thermostat, all of a sudden Amazon goes, hey, we have a thermostat too, and it's comparable to the wise one. It's not $250, $300. So, we, so Amazon's coming after wise. It's, yeah. it's no secret. Hmm. Well, I'll put it this way. It's an awful convenient that as soon as Wise announces something, it's almost the Android and Apple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What's Wise doing? Let's copy it. Yeah. Whatever they're doing, let's see if we can do it too. Okay. Huh. And what would be the advantage of having your security camera system linked into Alexa? What does that really get in? If you doing? have the, the Alexa devices that have the little screen... Like, you can have it on your kitchen counter and say, mm-hmm. if somebody's at your door, mm-hmm. you can say the trigger word, pull up the front door cam, and you could pull it right there without having to take your phone out of your pocket. Gotcha. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know Alexa had a screen. Yeah, they make models with screens. Hmm. Which one's Alexa? That's your Echo Dots and all that. Is that Apple-based? or? No, it's, Am- it's, it's Amazon. Amazon? Yeah. Okay. Series Apple. Yes. There you go. So out of out of all those, not Apple, of course, not Siri, but out of the Alexa, Google, whatever, which one do you feel is best on that end? It's it's kind of a pretty tight knit race between the three of them. What are the three? Uh, you have your Google Assistant, Alexa, and Siri, and they're just Google just went off. I mean, it's. Personally, I, I I don't have a preference over one or the other. I've used all three. I use well, not used. I use all three, <laughs> and I really don't see. What do you use them for? Well, my phone. I use I I use my Google Assistant all the time. What if I'm trying to do voice to text or search or anything like that? The, although it doesn't understand hillbilly very well, I have to. Slower yeah, my voice to text <coughs> is horrible. Yeah, yeah, I catch myself <coughs> just talking, and it doesn't. It, it gets kind of rather uh, guessing on what I'm trying to say. So then I have to slow down and enunciate every word, and then mm-hmm. it picks it up. So they have a Echo Dot fourth generation, sixty bucks. Echo Dot third generation, forty dollars. The Echo shows the one that has the screen. And they have uh, 
Google Home Mini first generation that plugs into the wall for eight dollars. Yeah, wow. they're trying to give those things away. It seems like I've I've made purchases where they're like, "Would you like a free Echo Dot?" And I'm like, "No thanks." Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. How does the Echo Dot like that? Eight dollars. Well, because where they make their money on the back end is the data collection and all that. Still though, that's you couldn't. I mean, it's got to cost more than eight dollars to make a thing. Again, hmm. it's. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying, right, but wow. It's like Justin $8. said, it's the printer versus the ink. Yeah. We'll give you the printer, but we make our money on the ink. Echo Show 8, $110. Yeah, that's the screen. Yep. Do you know what a yearly security system... Uh, uh, let me look them up. Membership is, or whatever, for that. The, new, the blink that you were talking about. Okay, so they have a basic plan, which is uh, $3 a month or $30 a year, and the plus plan is $10 a month or $100 a year. Okay. Just give you more, uh, able to store more video? Yeah. With in the cloud with the plus? Yeah, with the free plan, you only get motion-activated notifications and live streaming up to five minutes. With the paid plans... You get motion-activated notifications, 90 minutes of continuous streaming, motion-detected video recording. So without the plan, you only get the notifications. With, re with, the, with the plan, you get recordings. And it'll give you 60-day unlimited video history, rapid video access, instantly watch your videos as soon as they're recorded, video sharing, and photo capture. Images captured periodically for more coverage. And then if you get the plus plan, you get 10% off. Uh, blink devices on Amazon and an extended warranty coverage. Wow. So there's your difference. Gotcha. Hmm. All right. Anything else on the? I know Justin drug us off track there, but. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, are you going to throw you under the bus this early? Well, we don't have, we can't complain about his Apple phone anymore. So this or, is true. Or his power bank. So you know. This is true. I find something. <laughs> huh. Okay, and you'd mentioned this is a slow news week. Yes. I find that amazing. I know. Hmm. Anything uh, on your end that's been exciting at A&M Digital Technologies? No, just kind of been a, sl a slow news week for us as well. <laughs> really? We've been bit we've been busy, but as far as news goes, it's kind of What do you find yourself doing mostly? I know you had to come upgrade my computer, and then yeah. you were working on a computer for in our green room. We've been having to do a lot of that here lately. Uh, it seems like Windows 10 has been pushing out. Microsoft's been pushing out updates. It's really been slowing systems down. It's been really showing, causing the, these older systems to show their age and slow yeah. down. And So we've been doing a lot of that here lately. Hmm. And then uh, always security camera work and stuff like that. Yeah. What's your popular security cam now? Which one are you pushing, Joe? The ones we've been putting a lot of, uh, putting in a lot is our 100% wire-free solutions. Uh, they're very similar to Wise and stuff like that, but there is no uh, monthly subscription, and that's really been the big selling point for us. Is with our wire-free solutions, there's no, no cables, no internet, no monthly fees, no problems. Uh, it comes with its own DVR that goes inside your house. It plugs into your TV, and as long as the camera picks up signal to the DVR, it's good to go. The cameras themselves have a built-in battery, and those cam the batteries can last anywhere from a few weeks to a few months, depending on how often they're they're triggered. Yeah. And then once they go dead, you just pull the battery pack out, bring it inside for a couple hours, charge it up, take it back out, and you're good to go. And you only need internet if you want to view the cameras when you're not at home but other than that you do not have to have internet for recording yeah we yeah, it sounds like the right thing to be pushing around here yeah such limited internet access in places. well and now with companies like this uh, that basically once you do a monthly subscription fee on everything that's what really a lot of people are appeal are appealed to and, and it surprised me because you know everybody likes a good deal yeah and then that, so they see these $30 blink cameras and go 
well, that's what I want. And then they see there's a monthly fee attached, and then they backpedal. So then I show them this and go like, yeah, it's more expensive. I'm going to be upfront with you. It's several hundred dollars more expensive, but on the back end, once you pay for it, it's yours. You don't have to keep shelling out money every month. Yeah. I think there's a shelf life on that, like we talked with phones, where at some point the updates aren't going to work with the software that's with the internet enabled. We're going to get too old with those cameras at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. You run into that with with any anything. Uh, from kind of what I've seen on the trends is. Once a company, well, for example, Wise with their original Wise cams, they ran into that issue where they had that huge security flaw, and then finally decided, you know, let's just nix that. So when it becomes that issue, or they they're no longer making money off of it, it's actually starting to cost them money. They'll drop it like a bad habit. Yeah. So are you guys ready for the next Amazon story? Yeah. All right. So you guys remember a few weeks ago. We did a story on Amazon taking away the uh, the uh -oh. the way for you to purchase books through the Kindle app on iPhone. You had to actually go to Amazon's website and do it that way. For iPhone? Yes. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Okay, so for those of you catching <laughs> up, uh, Apple changed their policy as far as they want a cut of every dollar that's purchased through an app on their devices. So Amazon said, well, you know what? We're going to force our customers to go to the website and purchase the books that way. That way we get 100% of the profit instead of 60, 70, 80%, whatever the, the number is. Yeah. Well, Amazon's doubling down because Android changed their policies and they're doubling down and making the same thing happen on Android devices. Really? Yes, so Amazon announced uh, the changes come to Google plans to boot apps that don't sell, don't use its Play Store billing system for many in-app purchases starting today. Kindle users can't use the e-reader's Android app to rent or buy books or pay for Kindle Unlimited subscriptions, according to an email sent to the company's customers yesterday. Instead of people having to pay for content on a web browser, instead people will have to pay for content through a web browser and then access the books through the app's digital library. Amazon confirmed the customer notification to CNET. The company said the email, uh, the email, in the email, the change is necessary, quote, to remain in compliance with updated Google Store policies, unquote. In other words, they don't want Google having any money, more money from them than they have to, so they're doubling down saying, nope, you have to go to our website, buy our books, then you can go back to the app and read them. It's always got to be difficult. Yeah. So it's just an extra step. That. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where if you want to use it, you got to just go through with that hassle. Right. Otherwise, figure out something else. So I don't know. It seems unfair, but I mean, I know it's not logical. But Yeah. It's one of those, it's kind of a pain in the butt. It, but from a business side, I get it. Yeah. So it it's, I'm, I'm kind of torn. But it's... It's it's gonna be a pain in the butt because it's an it's an actual it's an an extra step that needs to be made for you to to buy a book. But on the flip side of that coin, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Apple. <laughs> I don't have that problem, Joe. Well, you do now with Android. So this is the Android side. Yeah, I don't have that problem either. I read real books. There you go. It's weird. I, that's one thing that I struggled to adapt to. I did get a Kindle. Mm -hmm. I did read some e-books, and it was really nice, like on some vacations and stuff, to have three or four books loaded in. Right. But I went back. Mm -hmm. I don't even know where my Kindle is now. But I went back to real books, and I just said, you know what? We'll go on vacation. We'll find a bookstore and, you know, load up on three or four books each, and we'll make it work. Uh, that's what I find interesting in myself is... I re I do a lot of reading on my phone and, and tablets and stuff like that. But when it comes to a book, and I'm not much of a reader, I'll be upfront, I'm not much of a reader. But when I do, I want a physical book. I just yeah. for whatever reason, that physical book, it doesn't yeah. hit the same holding a holding yeah. another screen basically to yeah. read. Now the one downside that I found is like reading at night, 
I require a book light, and that's yes. a pain in the butt. Yes. And I do miss the Kindle for that, but man, there's nothing like a real book and hold it in your hands and turn in the pages. And I don't know. I like my little bookmarks. So it's one of those things that you just got to deal with it. But man, I, I, I'm impressed that I went back to real books. But I mean, it kind of makes sense, but I don't know. Right. Kindle was handy. Oh, yeah. Especially at night. We had the backlit Kindles that light up, and man, that made it super easy to read at night. I've got the old school Kindle that doesn't have any light. Yeah, if it doesn't, I think it's the white pages or something like that that you could do. And man, it was very nice. Made it easy to see. So, I don't know. We tried to get my mom one, and she didn't like it either. She wanted real books. Yeah. So, yeah, I like real books. Maybe the next generation won't care, but for people that grew up with real books, it's kind of hard to make that switch. I don't know, because. I mean, you know, we go to like half price books, books a million. They're all busy. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's taken hold as hard as people thought it would. Yeah. Cena and I, we went out out of town last weekend, and we stopped at a books a million, and like that place was booming. I was, I was glad and excited, but but surprised at the same time because yeah, there's been so many bookstores that have just gone under. Yeah. And. Well, if you get a chance, stop by Half Price Books. They're not in West Virginia, I don't think, but you know, Ohio, Kentucky, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. they're worth going to. They got a lot of like knickknacks, board games, records, CDs, movies. You know, it's all some of it's used, some of it's new, but you know, it's half price of whatever the cover price is. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of strange because I'm not much of a reader, but I I will not pass up a good bookstore. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I agree. I'll, we love it, so. and I don't know what it is. It's just. Uh, just find it fascinating to go in and just look around to see what all they have. Yeah. Something might pop out at you that you browse around. Yeah. Well, that's why I like half price because they got those little uh, pop things or whatever. You all know. the Funko Pops. Yeah, they got some of those. And they got some of the like say board games, records like old albums. And yeah. Then, um, yeah, books a million. CDs, movies. I, I went through and kind of browsed through their uh, record collection. Yeah. And they had they had a lot of new new stuff out mm-hmm. on on vinyl. Vinyl's big, man. I, I, I don't like it. It's crazy that it's making a comeback. I like it. The sounds, the sound of it's just amazing. What's un- it's uncompressed. That's why I was gonna say. There's something that I found out that I didn't know about. I was talking to a guy in a Half Price Books last year, and I was like, oh, you know a lot about records and stuff. And he's like, yeah, man. Let me throw this tidbit on you. And so when they cut music, when they take the song and they put it on a CD, it's kind of like a JPEG photo similar parts of the song get merged. Yeah. And so it's actually shorter. And he was like, every 10 seconds of music loses X amount of time. Right. And I was like, that's weird. And he's like, yeah, so a total song at three and a half, four minutes will be missing, you know, five or six seconds of that song. So on vinyl, you get the full version. On right. On CD or, you know, audio. Yeah. And digital audio, you do not get the full version. So it'll be missing some parts of it. Right. I was like, that's crazy. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, because it's really weird, like, until you do a side-by-side comparison, you don't really notice it, but, like, mm-hmm. like in an orchestra, you may not hear all the horns, or, yep. but it, on a on a compressed version, but when you hear the, the, the live version, you're going, well, that doesn't even sound the same. I mean, if you yeah. s- listen to the CD version today and then a live performance tomorrow, you won't notice the difference, but if you literally... That's 30 seconds here, 30 seconds here. You will notice the difference between the two. Yep. And I, it's weird. I saw or listened to a uh, podcast that had, I want to say David Bowie, but I could be wrong. Is David Bowie, Billy Idol, one of those guys. It was definitely a guy. And uh, he had said, we fought hard to get the high-end cassette releases. Yeah. He said, so they, they released cassettes back in the day, you know, 80s rock. Right. They released cassettes, and there was a low version, and there was a high version. And yeah. he said a lot of the production companies did not want to go to the high version because it cost them more money. Right. And he goes, but they insisted that his work be put on the high version. He yeah. So if you got one of my cassettes, it's the high version. Wow. I'd never even known there was a difference, but. Yeah. Like, well, just give them the low version. These, these people won't know the difference. Yeah, yeah they won't know any different. Yeah. So. It'll save us tons of money. Yeah. I guess if you're more of an unknown band, then the low version's, you know, cost effective. But if you're a big superstar, then. You know, they want their music to sound the best it can. Right. So interesting stuff. Hmm. All right. What else you got Amazon-wise, Joe? 
that's all I have for today. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Man, what a slow news week for technology. Hopefully, but, that's a good thing though. So. But now, if Justin has a third story, please jump in. If not, I have. We a got Justin. Oh. You've, been, you've been over there browsing. What'd you find? Twitter's been fined 150 million for misleading its customers by asking them for their email and phone number, saying this is for security reason and reasons, and then taking that and sending it down the road for a profit, selling it to uh, for targeted ads, selling it to companies. No. Yep. Man. Uh, selling out user data. Now Twitter has been ordered to stop using those phone numbers and email addresses, notify its users that of this improper use, and tell users that basically the FTC has fined them, explain to users how to use multi-factor authentication, and turn off personalized advertising. Yeah, if shock was... Forcing- Twitter, you must go and say you messed up to yeah. all your customers by law. Yeah, that's the only reason they're doing it. If shock was a caller, this would not be it. Because yeah. <laughs> I, for one, am not shocked at this. Yeah, when you dropped that on me before the show, I was like, yeah. yeah. My, my actual surprise was that the, F, uh, the government actually got involved and said, you can't do that. Because everybody else does it for free yes, and makes money for it. So I, I was more shocked that the government actually stepped in and said, you can't do that. So here's the crazy part. Twitter announced it's, its first quarter 2022 results. Mm-hmm. Income, including a pre-tax gain of $970 million, Along with a net income of $513 million. How much did they get fined? $150 million? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Man, so they got fined one-fourth of their total income. Pretty huge. Uh, I don't know. A quarter when, of your when, income? You, when you make $513 million clear, yeah. I mean, you know. Apparently, they charged them like a dollar a user, basically. 140 million people were affected by yeah. that. Wow. But, but out of that 140 million, I mean, I feel like so they made 140 million. They just took the 140 million back. Yeah, and then they made a 513 million on top of that. Right. So really, they didn't get fined anything. They just shared the information for free. Right. Huh. Huh. Interesting. I d- I just hate it when these uh, you know, Twitter had a solid fourth quarter in 2021 and made over five billion in a- annual revenue. Just hate it when they make billions on the year and then you know still have to sell their information and get a small slap on the wrist. But I'm 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 interested. I, I'm watching very closely, but I haven't reported because it's still kind of up in the air about Elon Musk buying out Twitter. Yeah, what happened with that? I heard he made an offer, they took it, and then well, it didn't it's seem still, like it happened. Right? It's still on the table. They're still working out the details. I think uh, he. What I like about it is as soon as he announced it, like. People just the the people the uh, keyboard warriors that are famous for sitting there just bashing other people on Twitter are like if he comes I'm leaving. Wait a minute, you made fun of the people that left Twitter and said <laughs> yeah. well, we don't want you. So now that somebody else is coming in, yeah, like oh you're so you're turned into one of those. <laughs> oh yeah, it's easy to turn into one of those. And, and so then Twitter just blew up, and I I seen one tweet that uh, somebody posted that said uh, Elon's next purchase. McDonald's, and he's first thing he's going to do is fix all the ice cream machines. Yeah. <laughs> and then he tweeted back, said, "I'm not a miracle worker." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's awesome." Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Seems like he likes to just get in the headlines sometimes, and it doesn't actually pan out in all the yeah things that he has ideas about doing. They start out as like wild ideas that catch people's attention, but then kind of fall through. Well, I think it. I think he does it just to keep people on their toes, yeah. which I think it, which I find very well, entertaining. I mean, if you're, that's his job is to be in the news, yeah, one way or another. But I, I find that entertaining. It's like he, he doesn't, you know, go on these, uh, senseless tirades and all that. He's just like, hey, what if I do this? And then everybody's going, oh no, 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 we we can't do that. <laughs> well, why can't I? Yeah. He, he just likes to shake things up. It makes life a little interesting. I like it. Hmm. And it makes, and when come on the political side, it makes both sides uh, of the floor crazy. So that's what makes it even better. Yeah. But definitely the Jack Dorsey guy mishandled a lot of stuff. So. Yeah, I'm. I was dancing in the street when they said he was out the door. 
some ways, yeah, it just seemed like trying to regulate this free speech, decide what and what and what is against the policies and okay with their policies. Well, my biggest issue, like impossible. But my biggest issue was with him is whenever he purposely uh, banned New York, New York Times, New York Post, which Post, one yeah. Post. For a news story that was credible, that they had published, they had all, all their ducks in a row. They did all their due to justice. The oldest, uh, most respected publication in America, and he banned it because the story he didn't like. Basically, boils down to he didn't like the story. I was like, you, you can't do that. You know, if it was me sitting here blowing smoke, yeah, by all means, ban me. But when they had facts lined up, I'm sorry, that that doesn't fly. But, as Dave said, it was his pool, so he can do whatever he wants with it. Yeah, I always fall back to that. I, I agree with uh, a business being able to do what they want to do. But what I, I think what my biggest issue is is they always, well, these platforms, you can, you know, do post, post whatever you want, post any stupid thing that you want to say, and then all of a sudden they drop a hammer. Oh, well, you can't say that. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. And, and and we've and the three of us we've had these lengthy discussions off air. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, I still go back to it's your business. You can change your mind, right? Or pick favorites. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, you know, doesn't always seem fair, but you know, that's, that's how it works. Otherwise, government overreach becomes an issue. Yeah. It's so funny because some people will sit there and say, "I want less government," except in this instance. <laughs> And then I'm like, time out. You can't have both. Yeah. So it's hard. I mean, there's so much crap to wade through. But, you know, it happens every day. Hmm. All right. Well, into a product review, Joe. Tell me about it. What we got? Who are you? What are we doing? So I'm going to pass this down and let you guys take a look at it. So today we are reviewing the Rexing Version 3 Basic Front and Cabin Dash Cam. A dash cam? A dash cam up here so I think I just turned it on no you didn't it's all red light blank so what are the buttons here those That's are menu buttons plug in a little dial and a uh, aux jack okay so little buttons there what's the dial do the little dial it helps adjust the cabin camera okay and then that's where it mounts. Oh, no, that, the, the, no, that, the, the, I'm sorry, I told you wrong. That's the one that points to the outside. This the, one does? Yeah, the, the little knob turn helps adjust that lens. Okay. And then you got an outside lens, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah, you're looking at the outside lens. Which, the inside uh, lens is on your hand. That's where the card, card goes in, a little slot for a card. And then all the buttons? Yep. And then this is the inside part? Yes. With an inside cam. Yes. And then Jason, nothing on that side. All right. So there you go. Pretty, pretty uh, handy. Where's the cords for it, Joe? Out in the car. <laughs> See how this works. Hey, I use this every time. Well, literally every time we start. To how did? Okay. So here's my question. How does it work? Okay. How does it record that much information? It has uh, a slot for micro SD card. Yeah. And you just, you literally. Put your SD card in, and how how long does it record for that before it starts overlapping? I have a 32 gigabyte card, and it does three hours okay. before it starts before it starts uh, over overriding. And then so what you can do is if like you're going down the road and you want to make sure it captured whatever went on, you can hit OK and it'll it'll record that last minute or two and you can set it up to record in segments like I have ours set up to record in three minute segments so then it's easier to go back and review instead of having to watch a whole hour long clip yeah, I can yeah. go back to three minutes I see what you're saying so it just starts stops every three minutes gives yeah. you, that way you got clips to look at right okay and the power source is like the, the cigarette yep thing. Uh, yeah it's, it's a it's a, actually a USB cable USB. So you just use your USB ports in your car and mm-hmm. powers it up. Have you used it yet for anything that you've seen on the road? Yes. 
Really? I, I didn't. I, I made. I shot a video, and I've got it on OBS if you want to open it up uh, to show people. But I, I cut out the little section that showed me. Uh, I've had this for several months now, but <laughs> this has been waiting. Yeah, <laughs> but the uh, one of the clips I did use before is they, it Ford video? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can just go ahead and open it up and push play. I, I cut it from this video, but... It's not wanting to play. Okay, let me take a look real quick. Like when I... Click the eyeball and oh, okay. Gotcha. There we go. And then when it's done, you'll show two night clips and two day clips, and you just close it when you're done, whenever, you're, whenever you want. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so this is going down the bypass. Yes. Oh, at night. there's you. Yeah. Yeah, that's... You're not even looking at the road, Joe. <laughs> well, that's because that was right after that car about sla uh, hit me head on. That's because you weren't watching the road? No, I was right. sitting still. Now we're going down 119 by the high school. And then back to you, Joe. Well, you're pretty, Joe. Well, yeah. thank you. <laughs> but uh, I was sitting at the red light in the turning lane. At yeah. the Ruby Bradley Bridge, and his car just comes right at me. Just keeps coming, keeps coming, keeps coming, and then, and the video, not actual video, I'll show you guys off here. You literally watch me jerk back, and I just lay on the horn. Okay, now we're back to the bypass. Is this just showing what it looks like, or yeah, is yeah. there something to see? No, just showing you what the picture okay. falls. So that's at nighttime. So you got a nighttime clip that has you and the bypass. Okay. It's not showing your mile, mile per hour. Okay. Because that's an add-on accessory. Gotcha. Okay, and then here's a daytime clip. Yeah. It looks pretty good. I'm pretty impressed. Let me see. I don't know. I'll roll this over to Justin or not. Yeah, just slide the just slide the app over to it. Now, every time you, you start your car, does this get automatically fire up for you? Yes. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. Let me go back. got to restart it. There we go. Yeah, there's the oh, bypass. Yeah. So, yeah, well, let, we're letting watch Justin watch this. So, nighttime bypass, and then it'll kick over nighttime Joe. And it records all both cameras simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Nice. Pretty good quality, honestly. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then daytime on 119. I mean, yeah, definitely good enough quality to, if there were an accident or something, you get all the information you need. I mean, there's Joe being all pretty like. <laughs> not gonna have any trouble making out like a uh, the vehicle if anybody ever rear ended it. Well, right. Need a rear cam for that. So. Right. But but yeah, that lady just comes right at me, right at me, right at me, and then all of a sudden that literally at the last second just jerks, jerks her. away. Oh, no, I Gosh. was. I was. <laughs> yeah. A little bit upset is a my very mild statement. <laughs> Does it record audio? Did it get any, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It records audio. Cuss, cuss <laughs> so what made you get this, Joe? Did you have an incident and you're like, man, I wish I had that on video? Or were you just watching TikToks and you're like, okay, hey, all these people are catching crazy good stuff and I want to be part of it? What happened? No, uh, neither, actually. Um, you know, Cena and I, we travel a lot for yeah. work oh, and, yeah, and yeah. personal. You guys travel all over. And, and I told her, I said, you know, the way... And well, what scared me is I saw some of these videos online where people are sitting at red lights and these knuckleheads in front of them just put it in reverse and then back into them on purpose and go, you hit me. And my patience and tolerance on the road is not the best. And some knucklehead do some full move like that probably wouldn't pan out too well. And... So when, when I seen that, I was like, no, I'm not setting myself up for that situation. I want to make sure that when they back up into me, I can, when the police arrive, say, look, here's the video, arrest yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it was more of a preventative measure than anything. And then uh, literally the night that that car almost ran into me, uh, as soon as I got back home, I told Sam, I said, you got to watch this. I said... That camera almost paid for itself. She said, what happened? I showed her. She goes, 
what were they doing? I said, not paying attention, apparently. I was like, I was hoping that I didn't have, that the camera wasn't going to pay for itself this quick, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it almost did. Jeez. So the specs on this camera, it is full high definition dual channel recording, which means it records on high definition on both uh, the, the inside camera and the outside camera. It has infrared night vision and has Wi-Fi connect capability, which includes an optional for an additional fee. GPS logger, which allows you to mark your time, date, location, and speed information on your recordings. It does loop recording and gravity sensor, which uh, the gravity sensor is if it detects that you're, that you're sitting still and all of a sudden your car shakes, like somebody backed into you, it will automatically save that recording. Mm -hmm. And you guys want to guess the price on this? Yeah, might as well. I'm going to say 100 bucks. Okay, Justin. Because I just I really have zero idea how much something like that costs. Right. So I'm gonna say a hundred. Okay, Justin. I was thinking one twenty. Okay, you guys are close. Th now, not including all the optional accessories, which we'll get that in a second. Right. The camera itself with the cable uh, is one seventy nine ninety nine. It comes with the camera, the cable, and the mounting brackets for your vehicle. A little more expensive than what I thought, but I mean. You know, but you've seen the quality. Yeah, you're paying for what you get, I guess. So yeah, well, under two hundred dollars to protect yourself and to catch, you know, events that happen and unfold as you drive. Yeah, probably worth it. But it's a dual camera, though. A lot of these dash cams only record just, away from you. Yeah, just the outside. I wonder why the dual cam. So is there something that makes you feel better about it being a dual camera? Like, do you want yourself on video? Yes, because here's here's another uh, scenario. Okay. Somebody hits you, and they claim that you was on your phone. Gotcha. And, so then you can show that you had both hands on the wheel and, and you weren't distracted by anything. Exactly. Hopefully that's the case. Yeah. Now, if that's not the case. Then, then the SD card gets, goes missing. <laughs> 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 oh, nice. That's, a, that's for entertainment purposes only. We do not condemn uh, evidence tampering. Yeah. Put that little disclaimer out there. <laughs> But yeah, just it cuts out a lot of the nonsense of, well, he did this or she did that. No, nope, right here, hmm. Pro prove me wrong. <laughs> Is yeah. there a way to tie in a rear camera if you wanted it? Um, I don't think so with this model. Mm -hmm. So the the optional accessories is uh, it does not have a built-in battery. So literally, if when we mm. shut our car off, the it shuts off. Yeah, it shuts off. But you can buy an additional kit that you can wire it into your car, and it'll just run off your car's battery, and then it, it'll run when you're not there. So it does have that, and like I said, the optional GPS logger, which will record your speeds and all that as well. So you cool. could have it running 24-7 for, like, security? Pretty much. If somebody was coming around your car, messing around, looking around in it? Right. Hmm. Or going to Walmart and somebody back into you while you're inside. Somebody hmm. leave their cart outside of the cart drop-off area and it rolls down, hits you. Exactly. Now, uh, have you guys seen, speaking of carts, have you guys seen that YouTube channel, Cart Narcs? No. Okay. Uh, now, <laughs> some of it is not family-friendly as far as language goes, and it's not because of these, not because of the Cart Narcs, it's because of the people they encounter. Cart Narcs is, is a YouTube channel dedicated to these guys they go around these parking lots and anybody that doesn't put their buggy or shopping cart into the little the cart storage area mm -hmm. they go up and put a magnet on their car and it says you know I, i'm it basically says i'm a lazy bones i'm i don't put my cart away and these people go berserk and they have a body cam and they's like look the only thing we're doing is we want you to put your cart away because people's cars are getting dinged and tore up and and some of these people's excuses are hilarious. Like this one lady goes, "Well, they pay these people to put these carts up." He said, "Yeah, and they also pay people to paint cars. So should I take my car key and run it down the side of your car to give them something to do?" You mean you're? And she just goes, "She." But see, I disagree. I could disagree with that philosophy because one, you know, I'm already checking out my own groceries sometimes, which I really hate because a, I'm not a trained cashier, right? And b, I'm still in a cashier's job, right? So I feel the same way about the carts. If we start putting all our carts back in the store, then no, 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 no. They're not talking about in the store. The the cart caddies in the parking lot. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I mean, but still, 
You're taking away that person's job. I feel like if you responsibly well, no, park your cart, you're okay. Well, they had to bring him back inside. They're just saying the cart yeah. narcs is saying put it in the caddy for yeah, the employees to get it. If so you it just kind of leave little, it set out. But yeah. I mean, every, I'll, I'll admit I'm guilty sometimes of putting them up against the post where they'll hold. Yeah. Or if there's two or three there, you know, put them together. But I still feel like, hey, cart the cart, and usually it's a kid. Yeah. You know, cart teenager collector kid needs a job. Right. So let's give them a job and quit stealing their jobs. Yeah, yeah, they're not the cart narcs. They're not uh, in any way yeah. promoting. It's, they just want you to be respo responsible, a, a responsible okay, shopper yeah, and yeah. put it in the cart caddy in the parking lot so it doesn't just roll down the parking lot and, hit, and ding somebody's car. Right. No, I get it. So, uh, And the only reason I, I had this conversation two weeks ago, you know, is it Kroger's and scanning myself out because the, the line was long for the one line that was open, and I was like, oh, crap. And then something happened. Whatever I scanned didn't work right, and the guy comes over and is like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. I wasn't trained. <laughs> So I assume you'll come over and tell me, you know, yeah. what's happening here because I have no idea. I'm just, you know, I'm the dummy scanner. I scan it, it goes in the bag. Yeah. If it works, right. it works. If it doesn't work, then, you know, what am I to do because not my job. Right. You know, it makes me mad. I'm just like, it's one of my pet peeves. Yeah, I, I heard a comedian. And the guy's like, well, you know, let me look at it. And I was like, why don't you just open up another aisle? How about we do that because there's a line of 10 people deep waiting to get checked out. Right. You know, and then all the self-serve ones are busy. And then this... You know, glitch has to happen. Right. I, I heard a comedian tell a joke uh, a while back. He said, um, he went he went one of the self-checkouts. He said, I just rang half my stuff up and started walking out. And they stopped and said, you can't do that. That's stealing. And he goes, look, I wasn't trained. I'm not very good at my job. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm terrible at it. Yeah. <laughs> Fire me. <laughs> yeah, please send help because this is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad when there's just one actual lane open with a person working yeah. well and what drives me nuts and 100 people ain't there to go through it yeah what drives me nuts is the people that just don't get it like the, the employees there are certain employees in these situations that just don't get the the whole concept of look these registers do away with your job and, and they'll go well they didn't do away with my job and i've heard this conversation yeah well they don't do yeah it does because there's four registers there there used to be four people standing there now there's one person watching four of them so where did those other three go? Yeah. And given enough time, you'll be out with the other three. And I just, it just drives me nuts. Yeah, me personally, I'd rather just check my own stuff and get out, but I understand that it is not good for job security. So well, I don't think it's a great thing, but just, I actually don't mind it. I don't see. I, I think I'm able to like get out of there quicker that way, usually. But I would love to see, and, and I would. And you guys know that we would never see the legitimate report on it. It'd be it'd be doctored up, but I would love to see the report of uh, thefts and stuff like that due to self checkouts compared to what oh, it was yeah. before they put the self checkouts in. You can't tell me that those went down. Yeah, or stayed the same. Those had had to gone up. Yeah, they've got the little. Floor cleaner that rides around too with yes with no person operating it yeah yeah basically a commercialized Roomba sweet uh mop and buffing the floors yeah <laughs> yeah like take that guy and send him out to get carts or something so you can fire the other cart guy yeah how did we go down this road Justin. <laughs> Justin's mad about the cart deal. <laughs> anyway. All right, so you guys ready for pros and cons? Yeah. Hit, well, hold on. Let's go back. Okay. So just okay. to recap, since we're so far off base and it's been a while. Okay. Uh, $179, right? Yes. Okay, and then forward and backwards facing. And yes. Good news for both of those if, that's, if you're not on your phone and so forth. Right. Okay, and then the video clip you showed us, amazing video. Yes. Very nice. Okay. All right, so pros. Pros, easy to install. Literally, the, the mounting bracket just sticks right on your windshield. You stick it on there. You're ready to go. You just take a cable. You plug it into the side of the camera. Plug it into the USB port. It can't get any simpler. Okay. Uh, the video quality, you guys have you yeah, guys saw the video good, quality. Yeah. Phenomenal quality. And the easy access buttons. I love this. Is it, when you have it mounted, the buttons are literally right there, all within reach, right underneath. Easy to access, zero issues there. Good. 
You kind of have to know what the buttons are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, what are the buttons? Um, most of them are just menu access buttons, and then uh, you can use, I think it's the OK button. Like, if there's an instant that goes on that you definitely want it to save, you can hit that, and it'll automatically save that clip. Okay. Are we looking at the front right there? Or like, where, which is the front and which is the back? Or? This is the front. Everybody. The back has the buttons. Yeah. The back has uh, your screen, and then this is your uh, inside camera. And, there and then the buttons, buttons are right underneath. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Very nice. Very nice, Clark. So, you guys ready for the cons? Yeah. The cons, there's two of them, and these are kind of biggies for me. So, it advertises that it has built-in Wi-Fi, which, and I'm going, that's great. I can hook it up to my phone, because that's one of the things it advertises. You can hook it up to your phone and, and control it from your phone. But, and it advertises, well, you can do your speedometer, and then you can do all this and that, and GPS and all that. And then you read the fine print, all accessories sold separately. Yeah. So if you so it'll do your date and time, but if you want speed and all that, you have to buy pay extra. And the next con, this is a real biggie for me, is the no built-in battery. A again, accessories sold separately. You have to buy the additional cable to hardwire it into your car for it to to run when you're not in the vehicle. Hmm. So I, my thoughts are, why couldn't you put a rechargeable battery built into the camera? And just leave it, yeah, let it run let off it battery. Let it charge, and then it'll run off battery as you have the car off. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that doesn't seem like that'd be that hard to do. No. I mean, a lot of things are like that now. So those are the only hmm. biggies I have, or the only cons I have. Interesting. So we ready to rate it up? Yeah. Right. Wow, only couple pros and one con two cons two cons so you okay. can get your video you just pull that card out take it inside and yep put it right on your computer yep okay. yeah it literally just pops out and slap it in your computer and there's no there's no special program it'll just run any it's a standard video format so it'll play in any uh media player so you said three minute clips is that right so yes each file is a separate three minute yes video? yes yeah, each... And they all have timestamps on them, so you can yes. kind of narrow down yes. what time of day. Yep. Yeah. Right. Very nice, yeah. very nice. Hopefully you catch something crazy, a big boulder rolling off a hill, or something cool that we well, can see sometime. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it doesn't hit me in the process, yeah. we'll, we'll do that. The guy in front of you, not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing uh, a three-star here. Trying to learn Joe's ways, but I'm still working. No, I'm saying four. Four? Okay. Three and a half. No no major issues, so I'm saying four. Okay. And it does its job. I, I, I predict Joe is going to say it does its job. Little inconveniences, but it does its job. Well, Dave is right again. Bam! Four-star four rating for Joe. <laughs> My... I would I would have loved to have given it a perfect five star rating, but the battery is is, yeah. is a is a. And I, you brought that up twice, so I, I yeah. kind of felt like that was something was going to ding it. Yeah. So the speedometer, eh, minor detail, but the battery was the biggie for me. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, in theory, that the speedometer thing could help you or hurt you. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's just like the dual side cameras. It, it it can either help you or hurt you. Hmm. Some person could claim, "Oh, he was driving fast." So he said, "Oh, right here, I've got my speed data. I wasn't driving fast." Right. Yeah. But even with the video itself, you can have somebody look at the video and time it and say, "Oh yeah. no, they was on average going at approximately this flying. speed." Yeah. 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 It's a little harder to do. I mean, a little longer to get that figured out, but. Yeah. Mm. When you're in the right, you're in the right. Hmm. All right, gentlemen. So, unless there's anything else you guys need, I think. I just, I'm still. I was thinking about it and looking at the instances. I guess it's good and bad. As long as you're off your phone, as long as you're not eating or drinking or doing something crazy, as long as you're not, you know, staring off into the side. Right. I just wonder, how, how do you think that would go down? Let's assume you have an accident. 
Okay. And then, like you said, the SD card disappears because you're at fault. Right. Is that a bad thing? Like, would the, you think that the police or someone would be like, hey, listen, you had a cam, you purposely turned it off, so you're guilty of something. You're probably not required to turn over your video footage, are you? Um, I, I think it, it it's probably considered a case-by-case basis, but if you did have the SD card and, and you did uh, make it disappear... At the if you was in the wrong found in the wrong at the bare minimum they could probably bust you on tampering with evidence. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's illegal you right. steal, but I just I was curious. But I mean, because I mean, if you obviously were in somebody and it's an iffy call and you have a camera, they're gonna be like, hey, dude, you gotta show me your camera stuff. Right. And I and I think hmm. it, it all depends on the where you're at as far as the laws goes. Like some of them, you can voluntarily most of the time you can voluntarily hand that stuff over, but uh, depending on the situation, you don't have to turn it over unless there's a, a, a subpoena or anything like that. But again, I'm not a lawyer, so please don't take this stuff to heart. Yeah. Please. But, but just behave yourself, obey all obey all driving laws, there and there go. won't be yeah, an issue. Yeah, don't do anything knuckleheaded. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right, well, good review. I like it. I don't know that I would use one of these. Justin, what about you? Uh, it might. I don't know. I think that sometimes it might be nice to have, but I've never looked into them or anything. But I don't know that I've had anything interesting happen that would be worth videoing. Well, I don't either, but I'm I just, just in case. Yeah. So uh, that surprises me, Dave. As much as you travel, yeah. that, like mm. just for the the peace of mind of if somebody tries to call foul on you, it's like, nope. Here we go. I got a brush guard. <laughs> Okay, say no more. <laughs> yeah. And it's a big one. <laughs> well, do you have it in all your cars or just one? Just one. Yeah. Have you thought about expanding to the other ones or no? Oh, yeah, we, we've considered it, yeah. Okay. Waiting for corporate sponsorship? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're holding out. Okay. All right, well, thanks for another great show. Joe, if anybody has any questions, they want their own dash cam, and they want to get it through you and have you help them install it and show them how to use it and all that good jazz, how do they get a hold of you? You can give us a call at our office at 304-927-3588. Check out our website at amdigitaltech.com. Or follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at amdigitaltech for all that. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Help Desk with Joe and Dave. And we're on all the major platforms, and all of our episodes are hosted by Anchor.fm. Yeah, and of course, you know, AM Digital Technology supporting our fun runs with great giveaways. Make sure you go and get involved with those. And then uh, also supporting all our work here at Patch with the many, many computers we have and all the issues <laughs> that comes with it. And Joe's doing work today on our Patch stuff. Yeah, have keep a, everything moving smoothly. I have a little project right after the. Yeah, the you're show. going into the green room where the. Uh, kids do a business model out of the green room with the vegetables that they grow and then uh, they got to have QuickBooks and all that good jazz on it so they can view do their invoicing and payments and all that so yeah interesting stuff so I'm, I'm still still torn here because man you kind of want a dash cam but then again maybe not yeah I don't know it's something to ponder on yeah yeah interesting all right well if you have any questions get a hold of Joe and Cena support our local businesses here a&M Digital Technology doing all the heavy lifting behind the scenes here at Patch. So We'll be back next week. Help Desk with Joe. This is show 104 from our Spencer Patch Turned Up studio. And uh, everybody have a great week. We'll be back.